You know, I didn't think about it until. <laughs> I said I didn't even get a picture of my grandson. <laughs> <laughs> Bad grandma. <laughs> <laughs> oh, are you? Yeah, I'm okay. Okay. <laughs>
Good morning. Praise the Lord, all you servants of the Lord, who minister by night in the house of the Lord. Lift up your hands in the sanctuary and praise the Lord. May the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth, bless you from Zion.
We want to thank each and every one of you for being in the house of the Lord today. This is a blessing for you. Amen. Somebody say amen. Thankful for all the things that have gone on this week uh, for the celebration of last Sunday and for those events that are to come. I'm always getting ministry reminders every single day about what is going on in our denomination and I will still ask you to keep our denomination in particular, but more importantly, the Church of God in general in your prayers that we may be the church that God intends for us to be with the mission that God intends for us to carry out. The mission of the church is to go and make disciples of Jesus Christ for the transformation of the world. If we have visitors, we thank you for being here. If we don't, we thank you. We're thanking those who will be here. Somebody say amen. 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 You know, sometimes it only takes just a little change in the weather for us to decide if we go into church or not. Somebody say amen. Now we don't make that decision when it comes to going to work, but we make that decision when it comes to going to church. And so through it all, God is still God. God is still blessing. And yet to come is the best. The best is yet to come. Give the Lord a hand praise because he's Yeah. 
what we do. It's all about the blood of Jesus. It's all about what Jesus did. And in this Lenten season, we ought to remind ourselves of what Jesus is preparing to do. You know, the devil just 
is I'll give you. If you'll fall down and worship me. And Jesus said to him, Get away from me. Away with you, Satan. Sick of you. For it is written, Worship the Lord your God and serve him only. Then the devil left. And suddenly, can be nice and sweet to him. And then the devil left him, and suddenly angels came. And they waited and ministered to Jesus. The word of God for the people of God. You may be seated. And won't you pray with us for me now? Oh, my Father, who art in heaven, hallowed, holy, 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 be thy name. I come standing before you and your people. I do as you have called and sent me to do of obedience. And so now I ask the Lord that you would allow the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, for you are my strength and you are my redeemer. In the precious and holy name of Jesus of Nazareth, I pray. In Jesus' name I pray. Let the church say amen. amen. Smile at somebody on this first day of Lent. And you know, in Lent, when you give up something, uh, Sunday doesn't count. You, can... <laughs> you get a break on Sundays, did you know that? That candy you gave up, you can have a little on Sunday. But the other days, you got to bear down and sacrifice something unto the Lord. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor. Yield, not yield not to temptation. <laughs> Look at somebody else and say, neighbor, neighbor. just say no. Now today, with so much going on in the world today and so many things happening, it may be time for us to remind ourselves what this scripture says and how our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ dealt with being tempted by the devil. What you have to understand is that if the devil is good enough to tempt Jesus, he is certainly not concerned about tempting us. Somebody say amen. Temptation is a natural thing that happens all of the time. And yet today, we don't pay much attention to temptation. I remember 
when I was growing up as a little girl, one of the songs that I used to hear, ooh, I didn't like that song, I'm certain I don't like it now, but, uh, y'all know that song, Yield Not To Your car no left in your budget. 
to defeat us. But temptation can become God's tool to build us up. What the devil meant for evil, God will turn it into good. Somebody said, build me up, Lord. That's what we have to teach younger people. The Lord is just building you up. Handle it, baby, handle it. If the devil didn't know you belonged to Jesus, he wouldn't be messing with you because if he already had you, he'd leave you alone. But here's the story. After his baptism by John the Baptist, Jesus Christ was led into the wilderness, not by the devil, but by the Holy Spirit. He was led into wilderness by the Holy Spirit to be tempted by the devil. Jesus had gone without food for 40 days. And Satan said, if you are the Son of God, then you ought to use your power to command this stone to become bread. But Jesus replied with scripture telling Satan, man does not live by bread alone. Then Satan took Jesus up and showed him all the kingdoms of the world, saying they were all under the devil's control. He promised Jesus to give them to him if he would just fall down and worship him. Don't ever think that because somebody doesn't have things, they're not a good person because the devil will give you things. The most important thing we have is our love and relationship with God and why God too will bless us with things. When God blesses us with things, we put the things in their proper place. We don't worship them. We could live without them if we had to. Praise God's holy name. But when the devil gives you things, you're all caught up in your stuff and in your things. But the devil says, I can give you all the things you want. Again, Jesus quoted from the Bible, you shall worship the Lord, not things, your God and him only shall you serve. And Satan said to Jesus a third time, you know, we want, we want life to be easy. When it's not easy, it's not supposed to be easy. We just supposed to be tough. Somebody here never be somebody. We got to learn to be tough in the Lord. So he said, you know what? I'm gonna take you to a high point of the church. Wherever the high point of the temple. Jesus was at the temple all the time in Jerusalem. He, and he dared him to throw yourself down. Throw yourself down, Jesus. You know. You mad at Superman come to fly? You the son of God? You got all that power? Show me what you got. Jesus came back with Deuteronomy chapter 6, verse 16. You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. God says that I am fully human and I'm fully God. Right now, I'm dealing with the fully human part. I'm learning to suffer and be tempted like human beings so that I can understand. 
you want me to go and be fully God? It ain't time for that yet, devil. You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. I don't have to test God. I believe what God tells me. Yes. So saying that he couldn't defeat Jesus, see, the devil will leave you alone if you fight back. That's all I got to say. If he can get you whining and pining and depressed and anxious and fearful and all of that, he, he's happy. Jesus said, I came that you might have life. Life. Life and heaven more. Abundantly. Devil, you can't have my joy. Devil, you can't have my children. Devil, you can't have my peace. It's essential that we realize that God is not actually tempting Jesus. Because the devil left him and the angels came and ministered to the Lord, but we have to know that it wasn't God that's actually tempting Jesus. God does not tempt us. Tell your neighbor, say, God does not tempt us. God don't even know evil enough to tempt us with nothing bad, because he knows no bad. Somebody say amen. Remember the book of James, it tells us in James 1, 13, no one undergoing a trial should say, I'm being tempted by God. Since God is not tempted by evil, and he himself doesn't tempt anyone, God never tempts us. However, sometimes God does mean to test us or prepare us by allowing us to be tempted. Yeah. Tell you say, temptation is an exercise. <laughs> Can't be weak and be a Christian. It just don't work that way. Again, as James says, James 1, 2 through 4, considering a great joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you experience various trials, because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance. Do you know the things that used to upset me absolutely don't upset me anymore? That's a sign of maturity and growth. Somebody say amen. amen. It's a shame to let the same stuff that bothered you at 20 bother you at 70. <laughs> Have joy because you know that the testing of your faith produces endurance and let endurance have its full effect so that you may be mature and complete lacking None. We all need to grow up in the church. Grow up. So we must see that what the devil uses for destroying us, God often uses for building us up. Make your name say, yield not to temptation. Say, practice makes perfect. Beloved, the devil came to destroy Jesus, but Jesus. But God used this moment to prepare Jesus for his ministry. I used to whine and pine before God. God, if I hadn't been a woman, when that man said to me, well, I've been a pastor 40 years. I said, that's nice. I would have been a pastor 40 years too. But they told me that a woman couldn't be a pastor. So I lost a few years, my brother. <laughs> and I was saying, God, they won't let me into the seminary. They won't let me. I mean, it was, it was constant all the time. 
They tell me I can preach, but you know what I know? Do you know what I know? I consider it all joy. Because if I hadn't walked through what I walked through before I became a pastor, the church would have eaten me up and spit me out. Jesus was being made tough for his ministry because the world ate Jesus up and tried to spit him out. Beloved, the devil came to destroy Jesus, but God used his moment to prepare Jesus for ministry. Somebody say amen. If you want to know the secret sauce to overcoming temptation, it is the word of God. Every time there's power in the word of God. But I mean, when you're tempted to be selfish, remember Philippians 2 and 3. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or conceit. But in humility, consider others as more important than yourselves. And others are not others in the church. Others are others outside the church. Somebody help me. When you're tempted to look at or listen to something you shouldn't. Like looking at pornography or listening to gossip. Gossip is a sin. Remember Philippians 4 and 8. Remember this. Somebody wants to gossip and talk to you about somebody else. How they do that and why they did that. And then you know what? The church needs to shut up till the Holy Spirit comes. Glory to God. Glory. The word of God says, finally, brothers and sisters, that's what you need to be talking about. Whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. My mom said, you can't say something good, just don't say nothing. If there is any moral excellence, and if there is anything praiseworthy, dwell on these things. And you're tempted to think that God no longer loves you. Everything you need is right there in the Word. The problem is people don't know the Word anymore. It's right there. Right there in the Word. Everything we need. When you're tempted to think that God no longer loves you, love just remember Romans chapter 8, verses 38 through 39. This is what it says. It says, For I am persuaded. See, the Word, I hope people think too much. I really don't care. Persuaded, I am persuaded that neither death, yes. nor life, nor angels, nor rules, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor people, nor height, nor death, nor any other created thing will be able to separate me from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus our Lord. When you're tempted to be fearful, remember Isaiah 41 and 10. Do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be afraid, for I am your God. I will strengthen you, says God. I will help you, says God. I will hold on to you with my righteous right hand. When you're tempted to sin by the devil, pointing back to the word of God every single time. Oh, child of God, stay your 
ground on the word of God. Yes. Stand your ground on your godly purpose and your godly obedience to the will of God. Jesus never forgot who he was and why he was and what he was supposed to be doing. The devil will try to get you to do what you want to do rather than what God said to Jesus never forgot his purpose. Jesus stood his ground on the foundation of what God's assignment was for him and on the word of God. So in summary of our lesson about temptation, we need to remember this. This was no small battle for Jesus. Battle between the devil and Jesus. The devil between God's will and the devil's will met in a terrible clash. The battle between the flesh and the spirit met into a terrible clash. The devil tried to ruin God's plan of salvation by getting Jesus to sin because a sinful Messiah could not be a worthy sacrifice for the sins of the world. But Jesus was always able to see through the devil's schemes. You know what? If you've been a person work around people a lot, I love people. I've always worked around people. And the thing that keeps me going is that the other side of me is really alone. the same spirits everywhere you go. You know, new devils, new devils. But the thing about the devil is the devil acts the same anywhere you go to. You have to come to the time when you can discern the devil. Jesus was always able to see through the devil's schemes because the devil does not come with no horns, red,
I always say American Idol is just just all that. Always. I ain't never heard people get on national TV cannot sing. <laughs> I always want what somebody else got. I always want a position somebody else has. And then the last one is they're all equally bad is the pride of life or the lust for power. And my thinking has always been, how can you be powerful among just a few people? That just don't make sense to me. When I find pastors of mega churches who are more humble than pastors of little churches, I wonder what is the problem with the world today? What is the problem? That we get pride for little stuff. And God is a big God. And people around big things in God don't go around bragging about it. And they could if they wanted to. Somebody say amen. The pride of life and the lust for power when you don't even know what real power is. If you don't have God, you don't have no power. You don't have the Holy Spirit. You don't have any power. Power comes from God. The devil doesn't run from you if you're not filled with the Holy Spirit. The devil will send a demon to go in that crack that ain't filled with the Holy Spirit. Oh, if you filled with the power of God, there is no room in you for the devil to control you now. He will always try to influence us. If I'm saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost, the devil cannot possess me. You, you 
that gives you power over your cross. And so what we want to do is just be able to hold on. Comedian Flip Wilson started this thing, the devil made me do clothing, okay? The uh, devil is alive. The devil can make us do
stand to your feet. There may be one here.
you may be seated. Please join me on page 13 of the United Methodist Hymnal. Let us join together in the great Thanksgiving. The Lord be with you. And also with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is right and a good and joyful thing, always and everywhere, to give thanks to you, Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and so with your people on earth and all the company of heaven, we praise your name and join their unending hymn. Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Let us in this comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Holy are you and blessed is your Son, Jesus Christ, by the baptism of his suffering, death, and the resurrection, you gave birth to your church, delivered us from slavery to sin and death, and made with us a new covenant by water and the Spirit. And on the night in which he gave himself up for us, he took bread, gave thanks, broke the bread, gave it to his disciples and said, take, eat, this is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. And when the supper was over, he took the cup. Gave thanks to you. Gave it to his disciples and said, Drink from this, all of you. This is my blood of the new covenant. Pour it out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. And so, in remembrance of these, your mighty acts in Jesus Christ, we offer ourselves in praise and thanksgiving as a holy and living sacrifice in union with Christ offering for us as we proclaim the mystery of faith. Christ is Christ is Christ Pour out your Holy Spirit on us gathered here and on these gifts of bread and wine, they should be for us the body and the blood of Christ, that we may be for the world, the body of Christ redeemed by his blood. By your spirit, make us one with Christ, one with each other, and one in ministry to all the world until Christ comes in final victory and we feast at his heavenly banquet. Through your son, Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit in your holy church, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty Father, now and forever. Amen. And now, with the confidence of the children of God, let us pray.
as we prepare to leave the house of God, renewed, regenerated, born again. I pray that you would keep the mission of the church in your hearts.